0: Hi, pet business owners. Today, we're going to be doing something a little different. I know that you're used to the coaching segments that I do with coaching clients on here. Today, I wanted to share with you an interview that I did where Mary Obadier, the founder of Pet Edu, it is a podcast that she does for pet parents and pet business professionals. She interviewed me a few months ago, and released the podcast recently. Some of you may not have heard it, and so I wanted to share this interview with you so you can get a little sneak peek into me and my process early on in my business. I also share, and Mary shares, about how we met, and it's kind of a funny story. And I hope you enjoy this interview. It's about 28 minutes, and I really, really enjoyed being interviewed by Mary. Thank you, Mary, so much for allowing me to have this episode be on my podcast. And I hope you all enjoy it. If you'd like to visit the show notes to find out more about Pet Edu and a link to sign up for her podcast, you're welcome to do that by going to prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast. 46. That's the number 46. Again, that is prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 46. And now, here's my interview being interviewed by Mary Obadier.
2: Hello, and thank you for joining us today. You're listening to Pet EDU, and I'm your host, Mary Obadier. This is Society Bites Radio, Social Interaction for the Mind and Soul. I have a very special guest today. I actually got to meet her in person at a NABs conference in 2012. Kristen Morrison started her pet sitting and dog walking company in 1995, and it grew to become one of the largest pet care companies in California before she sold it 18 years later. Kristen provides business coaching for thousands of pet sitters, dog walkers, dog trainers, and pet groomers across the United States, Canada, the UK, and Australia. In 2008, Kristen founded Six Figure Pet Sitting Academy and Six Figure Pet Business Academy to provide coaching, webinars, and business products for pet business owners. Kristen is also the creator of the annual Prosperous Pet Business Online Conference, and she hosts the Prosperous Pet Business podcast, which can be found on iTunes and the Prosperous Pet Business website. She is the author of four books 30 Days to Start and Grow Your Pet Sitting and Dog Walking Business, Six Figure Pet Sitting, Prosperous Pet Business, and Six Figure Pet Business. You can find her books in paper book on Amazon and in ebook format on her website, which she will give you later. And I am very happy to be talking to her today. Welcome to the show, Kristen. Oh, thank you, Mary. It's so good to talk to you today. I'm happy to hear your voice. Oh, it's always so good to talk to you. You know, I've been such a big fan of yours since I first heard you speak at the NAPS conference. I really like Mm. the way that you, you know, you're such a gentle person, but a strong presence. And I noticed that right Mm. away. And you know, like I said, I've been following you since since then, and I know your story. And I would like you to share your story with my listeners.
1: I would love to. So, do you want me just to dive in? Just dive on <laughs> I'm happy in. Happy to. <laughs> okay. okay, I'm gonna dive in. All right. So, yeah, I started my pet sitting business in 1995, and. When I started it, pet sitting was not the business that it is today. Everybody knows about pet sitting and dog walking these days, but nobody really knew about pet sitting. You know, in those days, it feels like a long, long time ago, and it kind of was, you know, 1995, people relied on their neighbors and their friends and their family members to take care of their pets. So the thought of hiring somebody to do that was very strange for a lot of people. So there was a company in my area that was doing it, and I was working for them. And then I ended up starting my own business. So I was one of maybe a handful of companies at that time. And so a lot of the work in the beginning was just educating people that it wasn't actual business. I would go to parties, and people would asked me what I did for a living and I said, you know, I own a pet sitting and dog walking business and they would kind of laugh, like, What? <laughs> what are you talking about? Because so many people thought of it as a hobby or something that, you know, neighbors and friends did. And so that was the beginning of my business. And, you know, I started it in my early twenties and I had no idea how to run a business. I had never had a business before. I had never even been a manager for any of the places that I worked at or a boss in any way. So I had to really learn things from the very beginning. And it was very challenging because there wasn't a lot of information out there about the business and about how to become a business owner if, you know, you didn't have that knowledge. And so I had to learn a lot of that on my own. And it was challenging, but it also really, it's kind of like pulling yourself up by your own bootstraps, you know? So I feel like when when I'm working with people who are starting or really stuck in their businesses, I have tons of empathy for them because I know what it was like. And, you know, it was really challenging for me. And the biggest thing for me, besides educating people on what I did, and that it was actually professional business, was finding clients. And so, you know, I had to learn how to market and then eventually how to hire people because there was only so much, you know, I could provide when I learned how to market in a really powerful way that was yielding me lots of clients. Then it was kind of the opposite problem of, you know, having a lot of business and not enough time for all that business. So I had to learn how to hire and that was its whole other challenge. (laughs) So I've really been through the ringer in my business. I had it for 18 years and I sold it a few years ago. And I like to call it, you know, one of my greatest spiritual teachers. And even today, the business that I have now of coaching and writing and really helping pet business owners is also one of my greatest spiritual teachers. It really has brought me so much pleasure and enjoyment and creativity and it's also been you know the challenge of working through what arises it's not all easy and so I feel lots of gratitude and I feel like it's made me a better person you know learning how to run a business in a way that really works has made me an even better person than I might be if I didn't have a business so I feel lots of gratitude for it and just absolutely adore working with people that, you know, are experiencing a lot of the same experiences that I did, you know, the challenges and struggles.
2: You know, it's amazing how we learn as we go. And it's almost like, you know, God or whoever your spiritual leader is prepares you for what your future is going to be. You know, and and you wouldn't be able to do what you're doing today if you didn't go through what you (laughs) went through back then. And you are truly a pathfinder for professional pet sitters like myself and so many that we don't have to Mm -hmm. go through that because you can tell us what to do or how to do it. Yeah. So And it's such
1: a pleasure to be able to do that, to have pet business owners that I work with not have to reinvent the wheel because it's a lot to invent the wheel. You know, <laughs> it, it takes a lot of energy. So, you know, it already takes a lot of energy to run a business. So if you can find ways to do it in a really streamlined, intentional and clear way, then, you know, that's my joy. I just love having pet business owners have an easier time of of
2: creating and running their business. Well, I like the way that you not only coach us on the fundamentals of the business of our industry, but you also help us connect spiritually and teach us how important it is to take care of ourselves. Did you learn that the hard way? Oh, yes,
1: (laughs) (laughs) I did. I did. I did. And again, that's probably why I'm so passionate about it when I'm working with people and I can hear in their voices and in their experiences that they're struggling. And, you know, a lot of pet business owners are understandably caretakers by nature. That's why we get into this. We like taking care of pets and their people. And it's such a noble cause. You know, it's just, what a service, right? To be able to provide that peace of mind and that care, But what can often happen with that is really putting ourselves in the back burner, and I did that early on, and even I would say up until the first few uh, years of my business, I was so passionate and excited about my business. So it started with a real excitement, you know, of just it consuming me. And often, a business does consume you when you're first starting it. It's like having an infant, for those of you that have kids, you know that, you know, it takes a lot of time and energy when you first have a baby. And then maybe the year three is when you can kind of chill a little bit. And, you know, the baby has some autonomy. It's the same way for a business. And so, you know, my passion really carried me through and and kept me very Excited and, but what was happening slowly is I wasn't realizing that you know the passion's great and the working on the business is crucial. But what's also crucial is really taking deep and loving self care. You know, at at that deep level of you know sleep, feeding yourself right. Sometimes it's just parenting yourself while you're parenting a business. You know, in the same way that I would encourage moms and dads who are new parents to really you know how are you taking care of yourself and it's the same way with with a business and so I was really lacking in that area and and, you know as a result really hit a deep and profound burnout stage where I really felt like I don't think I want to continue this and it was very sad realization for me to have the experience of really falling in deep and profound love with my business in the beginning to a few years later, because I wasn't taking care of myself, want to divorce my business. You know, it's like, I'm done, I'm out. But what I decided to do instead, and I know you've heard me talk about this, Mary, is really, you know, giving myself a year to make some huge changes in my business and, and, you know, that would serve me and serve my business and allow it to more easily run without me because I had been really hands-on in all the areas of my business and the different tasks and duties that were required of me. And, you know, I decided that if in a year I didn't have more time and more energy and, you know, absolutely more love for my business, that I would quit or I would sell it. I would walk away. I didn't know what exactly would happen at that year, but I knew that I would be done. And so, you know, I really created a, a deep intention of changing things. And having a time limit is powerful. You know, when we set a date by which we're going to do something, it's almost like that commitment already starts the process. Of course, we have to take action too, but... You know, it begins to unfold, and the path before us begins to clear. When I'm working with pet business owners who have their their job, like a full-time job, and they're trying to start a business, I'm like, one of the first things I say is, let's set a date by which you're going to quit your job, because then it goes in motion, you know. So, in that year, I really develop systems and strategies in my own business to really begin to step away from it. I was still working in it, but not as much. I went from working seven days a week to working three days a week. And, you know, I had worked like 10 to 12, sometimes 14 hours a day to working like seven or eight hours each of those three days. And so I had all this time. And it was incredible and it really caused me to fall in love with my business again and so that's one of the things that a lot of people call me for coaching on is like help me I am totally stressed out you know and so yeah I definitely get it unfortunately but also fortunately because I was able to really you know figure out what worked for me it doesn't mean it's going to work for everyone but often it does Like, you know, what I did in my business usually has the end result in helping other people as well who are also struggling with that.
3: On the course platform, you can take your pet business to a new level of growth and success starting right now. Go to petbusinesscourses.com, that's petbusinesscourses.com, or use the online learning platform link in the show notes page to start transforming your pet business right now. You'll find many classes for all your business needs, including how to get your website higher on the search engines and how to use Facebook marketing to grow your pet business, plus many others. New courses are added monthly. These online courses provide solutions and actionable steps so you can quickly take your business to a new level of growth and profitability. And you'll receive your courses in less than 60 seconds after ordering. To find out more, go to PetBusinessCourses.com.
2: Now, when you first gave yourself a year, Did you hire more people at that time or had you, did you hire people before then or is that when you started hiring more people?
1: Well, I had had people working for me. I had had pet sitters and dog walkers and I had even, I was walking like two walks a week. They were pack walks. So, and they were my beloved dogs. I didn't really want to let them go. And I actually thought I would perhaps never let, you know, those dogs go, you know, until they died or, you know, parents moved away or whatever. But I just really loved it. I loved having those two days where I got out, you know, and and walked them and got to see them. But what I realized is, you know, that wasn't really serving me and it actually wasn't serving the dogs at a certain point because even though, you know, it was more like I felt like I should do it at that point, many years into my business, then I actually wanted to and that is really important to look at when you're doing the different tasks in your business it's like what do I enjoy versus what do I really feel like I should be doing okay very very different and so that was one of the things that I felt like I should be doing but did I really enjoy it you know I love seeing the dogs but it took A big chunk of my day. So I ended up, you know, finding another walker to to walk those dogs for me. And then I, you know, had those days free to be able to really work on my business instead of in my business. In addition to that, I also hired a manager. I had had a really painful experience with having hired a manager a few years prior and initially, she had been fantastic and had helped give me some freedom. But then we had some challenges in, in terms of interpersonal relation. And she was kind of a difficult personality. <laughs> and so and she ended up, you know, taking some of my clients. And so it was a really painful experience when I did finally let her go, which was a really healthy thing for me to do at that point but then I had a few years of not hiring a manager and it was really the next level for me because at that point I was only dog walking twice a week you know I was running my business but you know I was on the phone and email a lot and so I needed to really look at having somebody help me with those so that I could actually get a total break on the days that I wasn't working because it was one thing to not you know, do the dog walking on those days, but, you know, I was still finding myself working seven days a week, even though I wasn't doing the dog walking anymore. And so having a manager really enabled me to have, you know, four full days off and it didn't happen overnight. It was over a period of time where I, you know, had her working initially just evenings, some evenings, and then I had her work some weekend days and then some, you know, Fridays and Thursdays and, you know, and then I hired another manager. It's like having her helped me and she was so so wonderful. It really helped me trust again because it's interesting because I, like you, Mary, I have have a podcast and I just did a podcast that's going to be released soon. It's going to be released after this particular interview with you, but it's called Hiring PTSD. And it's when people have a really bad experience hiring, and they're terrified to hire again. And that's how I felt around hiring a manager. And then once I did, it was a really positive experience. Then I felt comfortable hiring another manager and then another manager. And pretty soon by the end of that year, I had four managers who were helping. Yeah. So that really was one of the biggest keys of me being able to step away in a big way, from the business.
2: I remember when you talked at NAPS. I think you had just come back from a trip to Bali. Is that how you say it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you had just yeah, come Bali. back. Bali. Yep. And that was your first time getting away. And you were really excited yeah. about it. Yeah.
1: It was so amazing. So it's interesting because that trip, I was gone. I was in India for a month. And then I was in Bali for two months. And then I came back and I spoke at the NAPS conference like pretty close after in fact I remember communicating with NAPS while I was in Bali it was so fun you know planning the speaking with them Um, and then I came back and spoke and then I ended up nine months later going back to Bali and India and I was gone in that trip for seven months wow so yeah well and I couldn't have done it without my managers and also the systems that I set in place it's not just Having managers, but you know, it's almost like creating a business like a well-oiled machine, you know, as if you were a hotel chain or a franchise, even if you just have one branch of your business somewhere, you know, when you can set it up so that it runs really smoothly without you, the possibilities are endless. You know, you can live in another location. I work with a lot of pet business owners who have, you know, a location on the East Coast and one on the West Coast. A lot of them are doing that. And some aren't even working in West Coast or East Coast location and they're living in that other location, you know. And maybe they've hired a manager to help them and, you know, run that company. But it's just amazing what you can do when you get the help that you need and when you set up your business in a way that will you know, enable you to have more freedom. Powerful.
2: Mm. Um, you're not going to believe this, Kristen, but we are down to five minutes already. So
3: uh, <laughs> okay. our time goes by
2: fast. but I want to, speaking of hiring, I want to ask you, yeah. cause, because one of the biggest hurdles as pet sitters is hiring. And like you said, hiring the right person, because it isn't always yep. easy. And I myself am looking for an overnight pet sitter to take my place doing overnights because I can't say no to my, I guess I need a coach. I I can't say Uh no to my clients and I don't don't want to give up the service. And um, so from what I understand that you are actually working on a book about hiring and I'm wondering how this could help me.
1: Yeah. So it's somewhat similar to my most recent book, 30 Days to Start and Grow Your Pet Sitting and Dog Walking business. Although it's not a 30-day plan, it's a step-by-step guide for hiring. And what I realized is when I went to hire people, I had no idea what I what I was doing. And there was nothing like it out there for pet business owners in terms of education and knowledge. So I saw that as a real pain point in the industry. I know it has been for me in certain times in my business and you know, in terms of working with people. So yeah, it is basically a step-by-step guide and it takes you through, you know, everything you need to know to to find, hire, and train great people. And that book is coming out in the summer of 2019. It is available for pre-order starting in March and yeah so the ebook is available for pre-order and the paperback book will be available for pre-order soon i believe in june the paperback will be available for pre-order but yeah i'm very very excited about it what's really fun about it to this particular book is that you know i weave in my own hiring stories and you may not know this mary but i actually in the course of running my business for 18 years, I hired over 250 people to work in my business. When I added it all up, all these people, it was over 250 people. I think it was like 256 people or something, you know, and when I sold my business, I had 35 staff members and four managers. So, you know, I know about hiring, having done it on a big scale. And, um, so I include my stories, I also include different pet sitters and dog walkers who have had experiences hiring where maybe it's been a challenging experience, maybe it's been a great experience, and they share their stories in the book too. So it really gives it a personal feel. There's also recommended resources resources at the end um, with tons of hiring resources, including you know free and low cost legal aid um, suggestions. Because it's really good to have an employment lawyer when you hire. <laughs> to you go through the ins and outs. Um, but yeah, I'm super excited about it, Mary. Thanks for asking me about it. Now,
2: now is this book only for employees? Only?
1: You know, it's actually for ICs too, but it does predominantly deal with employees so you know it talks about the ins and outs of of employees but it is for those who are hiring ICs or have hired ICs okay so it's something that
2: I could okay I'll be checking that book out (laughs) great wonderful Well, I know I need to wrap things up, and we don't have time to talk about this uh, particular program that you have. So I'm going to ask you, when you give your contact information, to direct people to this. But this is your Catapult four-week pet business success program, and it's available, it's accessible at any time. It's not like classes that you have to sign up for any certain date. Exactly. Right. And yeah. so, so how can... Um, How can my listeners contact you? How can they learn about more of these programs that you offer?
1: Oh, sure. So I can be reached at thrive at sfpbacademy.com. So that's the acronym six figure pet business. And then the word academy. So thrive at sfpbacademy.com. I do have a catapult four week pet business Anytime access program, so that can be accessed anytime, anywhere, wherever you are in the world. There's a private Facebook group for it. You can go to my site. Oh, have free downloadable tips and tools booklets on my website at SixFigurePassBusinessAcademy.com. So feel free to you know reach out to me, and I just really appreciate this opportunity to get to chat with you, Mary. You're just such a sweetheart. I remember. Meeting you at the NAPS conference and really being just so touched by your sweet presence, and, and you're just sparkly. Oh, <laughs> you're <laughs> such
2: a sparkly human. Oh, Kristen, that's that's so sweet, and, and I am going to tell my listeners how I actually met you because at the NAPS conference, right. I, I can't let this go. I listened to it's you okay. speak. I listened to you speak, and then I thought I need to buy that book because you were selling the six figure pet sitting, and I was like, I need to buy that book because I was just starting my business then, and it's like, no, I'll wait, I'll order it from Amazon, whatever. And then um, I, re- I thought, no, I need to get that book. So you'd already packed up. I'm like, where's Kristen? Well, she's in the bathroom. I ran to the bathroom, and there you were in line, <laughs> and you were, and I said, Kristen, I've got to buy your book. <laughs> And you were so gracious, and you signed it for me, and I have just loved you since then.
1: Oh, you're so sweet. I loved meeting you in the bathroom.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Kristen, I've got to wrap it up, but I wanted to say thank you. Thank you so much for all you do, and being the big pathfinder that you were, you help so many professional pet sitters and people in other pet businesses, too.
1: Thank you, Mary. I appreciate that.
2: If you have any questions or comments about this show, please contact me at at yahoo.com. Thank you for listening to Society Bites Radio, and remember that I am here to share my passion for pet parents, professional pet sitters, and products and services that benefit both. Hi,
0: pet business owners. I hope you enjoyed that segment and Mary Obadier interviewing me. It was such a delight to to be interviewed by her. And if you'd like to find out more about her podcast, or you want to find out more about my new book, you can go to prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 46. If you want to go directly to the hiring book to find out more about that, and to either pre-order the ebook, if it's before August 2019, if it's after August 2019, you can just order it and you can go to prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash hire. I hope you have a wonderful week. Feel free to connect with me on Facebook. You can find me at Prosperous Pet Business. You can also search for that on Facebook and you can join my free very supportive pet business group on Facebook. And again, it is called Prosperous Pet Business, just like the Facebook page that I have. So you'll see two pop up. One will be for the group. One will be for my Facebook page. And you can also connect with me on Instagram. If you're on there, I would love, love, love to connect with you there. I am at Pet Biz Coach on Instagram. Again, that's Pet Biz, B-I-Z, coach, on Instagram. And I look forward to seeing you there on Facebook. And feel free to connect with me on the show notes page. One more time, prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 46. Have a great week, everybody. Take good care. Bye.
1: Thank you for listening to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast. It would be great if you would take a moment to write a quick review on iTunes. For any questions, comments, or pet business coaching topics you would like to hear on future podcasts, please visit us at www.prosperouspetbusiness.com or www.sixfigurepetbusinessacademy.com.